Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program. Listen, the cool weather is here. Holidays are in full swing. We're just like a week and a half from Thanksgiving, and then full-fledged Christmas holiday goes into full effect. And I'm telling you, if you're looking for stocking stuffers, like it's not too early to start Christmas shopping. Like, get it done now. Knock that thing out now. And I can tell you, one of the best gifts somebody's going to want is a small little gift card from Outpost Coffee so they can go get themselves some caffeinated beverages from Outpost. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Oh, come on. Hey, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, man, I need to book a speaker for an event in 2023. I'm your man. I'd love to come speak. I'd love to come share with your organization, whether it's a school, a church, uh, a college, a small group Bible study. I'd love to come hang out with you guys. Check my website out, calebgordon.org. Okay, so I want to talk about something I think is probably one of the most difficult things, not just inside the church, but outside the church. The idea of loving our enemies and being willing to forgive those who have wronged us. Oh, come on. Uh, so Luke chapter 6, Jesus is talking here, and he's, he's talking about um, loving your enemies. And this entire... This entire text from 27 to 35, 36, this this is the context of how Jesus expects us to forgive and love those who have wronged us and who are difficult people. Anybody, (laughs) listen, does anybody know anybody that's difficult? Maybe you have been a difficult person. Maybe. All right. So let's look at this text. But I say to you, who here? Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those that curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other one also. Come on, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is the letters in red. This is Jesus here. Jesus, this is the people, listen, he says, I say to you who are going to hear. So the idea here is those that are going to listen, those that are paying attention to me, those who are really my disciples, those that are really my followers, this is what I want you to do. Love your enemies. Because, listen, Christ loved his enemies. How do we know that? Because he loved you. Because he loved you. Romans chapter 5 says that while you were still an enemy of God, Christ came to die for you. He came to reconcile. He came to to, to buy you back. Like, that's, that's big stuff. That's not just half-hearted things. That's big stuff. So Jesus says, listen, to those who are going to hear me, those who are going to listen to me, my real disciples, my real followers, love the enemy. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Listen, bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. Like, that's some heavy language because, listen, we, we live in a culture right now where everybody's talking about the abuse thing and all this kind of... Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying to gloss over abuse. If there's abuse going on, it needs to be dealt with. But here's how here's how you deal with it in, in one sense. You pray for those people who are abusing you. Why? Because you're going to find freedom. Because here's the deal. If you allow what somebody does to dictate how you react, how you act, they're in control of you. They control you. You're not in control of yourself. You're not in control of your actions when you allow somebody else to control you by what they have done. So if they're talking trash about you behind your back, that's on them. You don't, you don't have to react. You don't have to you don't have to push into their agenda to get to get a reaction. 
that's what they want. Like, listen, that's what people want. Most people want some sort of a reaction from those people who are just uh, like just abusive. So Jesus says, pray for those people. Do a do a do something in such a way that you you're praying for them to to have a change of heart. Because here's the deal: Christ loved you when you were difficult. Christ loved you when you were hard. Let's keep going. Let's read this. Um, Jesus drops it down here in verse 35. He says, but love your enemies and do good to those and lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Like, listen, here's the deal. Jesus is kind to people that are wicked. How do we know? Because he's kind to you. You woke up this morning. He's kind to me. I woke up this morning. But here's the deal. You, you give without expecting anything back. Don't be get oh, listen, I'm going to give you $50, but man, you better give it back. Give it in such a way, lend, listen, I'm not even expecting you to pay me back. And then listen to this, verse 36, be merciful even as your Father in heaven is merciful. I'm telling you, when we start to live this way, when we start to become merciful the way Jesus is merciful, we start looking at life differently than we would if we weren't looking through the lenses of who Jesus is through the biblical worldview, this is this is a difference between cultural Christianity and biblical Christianity. That we have got this mentality that we we got to get even. We got to get in there before they get us. We got to tear them down before they tear us down. We got to get our jab in first. We got to get our our comeback. We got to get that you know whatever it is. Jesus says, "Listen, don't don't try to get a snappy punk comeback." Don't don't try to don't try to be that guy. Learn to love and forgive people who are difficult. That's the idea here. <laughs> man. Oh, man, 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 man. I lo- I love this, but it's a t- this is a tough This is a tough thing for us as Christians. Because the culture teaches us to get even, right? The culture tells us to get even with people. Jesus says, no, 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 don't get even. Love them. And in fact, that means don't try to don't try to figure out a way to get even or top them or get back at them. Rather, he says, just let it go. Let it go in such a way that you, listen, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. So what's the idea here? Is you go out of your way to be kind and do kind things to people who hate you and bless those you you pray a blessing when somebody says man you son of a whatever biscuit eater (laughs) when they when they over there talking trash speaking ill of you talking evil towards you what are you supposed to do here this is the biblical idea this is the reason it's it's a foreign concept guys this is a foreign concept to most people even in the church because we don't like to talk about these things we like the idea if somebody wrongs me man I'm going to take them to court. I'm going to get my, I'm going to win. I'm going to do what's necessary. I'm going to sue them. I'm going to win. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to grind them into the ground. Right? Jesus, don't do that. You put a blessing on that house, not a curse. Even when they curse you, you bless them. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Bless those who curse you. And then pray for those who abuse you. Like, that's a tough one, I know. And then he, 29 says, the one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other one also. Like, this is this is means that the idea of don't get even. Now, if somebody's, here, now, I'll say this. If somebody punches you in the face, 
They come in and they, they clock you and they're trying to hit you and hurt you. You, you can defend yourself. Jesus didn't say, okay, you hit me here. Go ahead, I'll turn my cheek. No, 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 no. This means don't get even. Don't look for ways to get even with people. Don't look for ways to to try to one-up and get even with, with the people that are in front of you. You, you. you just, you let it go. You let it go in such a way that, it, that it's not a, it doesn't consume you. Because that's where real freedom comes. When you stop allowing what people do to hold you down and control you, that's when you're going to win. That's when you take back control. When you allow what somebody else does or says or anything like that, and, you, and you're sitting there, and you're in your little group, or you're in your little, and you're like, did I tell you what little, and then I tell you what that guy said, you had to tell you what that girl said, and you just have, you're consumed with talking about them, they're in control of your day. Rather than allowing them to control your day, what would it look like if we just said, okay, Lord, I bless them in your name, and I ask you to deal with them. If there's conviction that needs to be done, where they need to repent, Father, I pray that they they would repent. But God, I'm done being worried about what they want or what they're trying to do. God, I'm going to believe that you're sovereign enough and you're in control enough to handle all problems. And I'm telling you, that'll change our lives. That'll change how we deal with things. But man, if we're over there consumed and our day is lacking in freedom, We lose freedom. And I'm telling you, that's what that's a majority of the problems. We're not willing to forgive each other. We're not willing to love each other. We're not willing to love difficult people. And listen, listen to me. I'm telling you, we we gotta have some this is one of the biggest issues issues inside of the church. We don't know how to love each other properly. We don't know how to forgive each other. We hold on to things from decades ago. And listen, I'm not trying to mitigate or minimalize any of the things that happen in your life. I know that there's some traumatizing things, but guess what? Whatever somebody did to you, what you did to the Lord Jesus Christ is far worse. What you did to the Lord Jesus Christ is far worse. You and your sin put the Lord Jesus on the cross. And he didn't sit up there and going, you know what? They deserve this. They deserve it. You know what Jesus did? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing doing they don't even know what they're doing but what do we do oh i want to get even oh those sorry sobs what would it look like if we started saying okay god forgive them for they don't know what they're doing like this they're so shallow in their thinking they're so they're so dull of heart god enlighten them god do a work in their heart to reveal that they need to be saved, they need to be redeemed, that they need to repent of their sins. What would it look like? You'd be free. You'd be free. And you'd hand them over to the Lord Jesus Christ to have them let the Lord Jesus Christ deal with them. And then you walk in freedom. You're not walking with your day consumed about, oh, this person, that person, this person said this, they said that, they said this. No, let it go. Let it go. And you'd say, God, this is on you. This is on you, Lord. I'm, I'm going to trust you. This is where trusting the Lord y- y- takes real serious things here. It, 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 it's a serious thing. Okay, I'm having a hard time even articulating this right now. But it's the truth. So, okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this, I'm going to put this in your court. You've got bigger shoulders than me. It'll end up killing me. You know why people, the majority of people that are that are die of heart attacks and all this kind of crazy stuff, because they're consumed with bitterness. They're consumed with just 
rage from a past relationship, something that somebody did, an ex-boyfriend, an ex-lover, an ex-whatever. And this is this is back to okay. This is like here we go. I'm going in something different. This is the reason. In you know, it's funny in the '60s they said the sexual revolution. That's the real freedom. You know, free love, freedom. Have sex with whoever you want to have sex with. Man, I'm telling you, one of the biggest problematic issues in our culture is sex. Not because God created it, but rather because the enemy took what God created and twisted it. And because he twisted it and turned it into something that it's never designed to be, it has shattered relationships. It has broken people because we think that we can just have, there's no, there's no consequence sex, just one night flings. Those one night flings can be, they can cause all kinds of problems. Ask me how I know. <laughs> oh, guys, this is this is what God's designed physical relationships inside the covenant bonds of marriage. Like that's a safe zone. Everybody's talking about I need a safe space. The safe space for sex is inside of the covenant marriage bed. Not in some sort of a covenant, or not, I'm sorry, not in some sort of a. Hey, I know you for about a month now. We, we hey, come on over. Got some wine. Let's have a good time. No, 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 no. Because you ask the you ask the average person when. Hey, when should somebody be able to? Um, this is man, I can't, this podcast has gone completely off the rails, but we're going on something different here. You ask somebody's yeah, that's the question. Hey, when should somebody be able to have sex in a relationship? Well, when they love each other, when they feel it's when they're when they present, d- decide to consent together. No, 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 no. From a biblical worldview, you and I are to have sexual intercourse only inside of the confines of biblical covenant marriage. That's it. Anything else is outside of God's design. And that's not because God hates you. It is for your own protection. It is for your own joy. And listen, like, think about it. Those of you who are hearing this outside that have done that you've followed your lustful desires and done things that aren't you're not supposed to do <laughs> listen does it end up poorly does it end up how you end up having problems yup does it end up having heartache yup like this isn't hey let's go experiment and figure things out no golly no god has a design now is there grace for for this sin can you find forgiveness? Absolutely. Will God forgive that? According to his word, he will. If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all of your unrighteousness. All of it, including sexual sin. Now, what's the best, what's a good way to, to, to mitigate that? Get married, stay married, and enjoy sex inside of marriage. Don't, don't believe the cultural lie that, oh, once you're in the marriage bed, it's just going to suck. No. Man, my friend Ron Dobson, and I have, man, we've had good conversations about this. I'm telling you, sex, it can get better the longer you've been doing it. You figure things out. Listen, it's not a bad thing to figure, I mean, it, come on, you know? Uh, I don't know where this has gone. <laughs> this went from loving your enemy to, this is this is why we have the, all these broken relationships, though. And we, and we end up hating somebody from the past and we're angry at them because we, you know, something happened. And let's go into business. Let's change the... Let's change the mode and go into business for a minute. You go into a business world and you had a, a, a bad business partner and you guys are angry and bitter and all you can think it just consumed because oh the, you hear his name, you just like or you hear her name, you're just like ah you get so angry. What would it look like look like if we stopped that? We said, okay, no, we're not gonna do that anymore. We're not gonna get angry at them, we're not gonna flip out. 
I'm going to bless them. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to pray for them. Send them a pizza. Have a, have a pizza ship. You don't even have to go to their house. Have Chick-fil-A delivered. Have Chick-fil-A delivered to their house. You didn't have to show up. I haven't put a little note on the on the side and say, hey man, just want you to know I'm, I pray a blessing over your house. Love, Caleb. Easy peasy. You don't even have to show up. You're not even present. Guess what? Scripture says that you'll heap coals on their heads and they will feel conviction from the Holy Spirit. If you are kind first, be kind. Love your enemies. Do good to those who are evil to you. Pray for those that abuse you. Do things nice. Send them some Chick-fil-A in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Listen, that brightens everybody day. And listen, when you do that, there's real freedom there. There's real freedom when you do that. And I'm telling you, I think it'll change your life. All right. Love you guys. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.